We got Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless and all these sports people talking about championships and basketball. This, this is rap. Y'all out your jurisdiction. You can't save them. Welcome to Around the NBA with Chris and Eric. I'm Blazerland and Rip City 2's Chris Craig. And for the last time, I'm New York City's Eric Milligan. I am moving to the Pacific Northwest on Friday. My next podcast from my end will be from the same time zone as Chris. Oh man, it's great to have you back from the Northwest. You're going to have to come down sometime and play some basketball. It's been too long. Yes, I can't wait. Although, well, until then, I'm buying, I sold my car, I sold my Mercedes, and bought a Mini Cooper, and it's already got 117,000 miles on it, so I'm scared to put too much miles on it. So I don't want to take too many long trips, but I do have to come down and see you. So, And then we could do a podcast together live in Portland. Yeah, at a bar somewhere or something. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So this so, is episode 38. Yep. And uh, what a day it has been in basketball for Blazer fans. My goodness, <sighs> Blazers uh, so barely exciting. escaped the wrath of the 76ers. Sorry, uh, Chris from Underdog Podcasts. We know you probably are not happy with the result. No. But, uh, man, we're glad to have escaped with this because... Uh, we're fighting tooth and nail to try to get to the eighth seed, try to keep the ninth seed. Yep. Uh, and we've knocked out two of our challengers. Yes. And then there were four. Uh, the Pelicans and the Kings are no more. Amazing, right? Because everybody gave like the Pelicans the highest percentage chance of making the playoffs. Right. I mean, it seemed like they had the easiest schedule. Yeah, everybody's like, they've got such an easy schedule. Yeah. I thought the whole time, I was like, they're not a good team. There is no such thing as an easy schedule for a sub-500 team. So, the thing was, Zion came late, and then he didn't really ever play much never with his team, enough. and then they couldn't put it together. So, yeah. now they, know, they're uh, out. I was Kings never... are out, but uh, we got the we got the Spurs behind us, and the Suns five and zero. Oh? Didn't what? I tell you there was going to be a surprise? Do you remember when we were doing? He our said preview? there was going to be a surprise, but, and I actually uh, I used Phoenix as as an example. I think you did actually. If yeah. I yeah. Yeah, there was gonna, you know, just the situation. I'm impressed with it. You know, it's weird because I'm rooting for the Blazers. Obviously, I want us to make the playoffs and win the championship. But part of me is like, if the Blazers weren't in it, I'd be so rooting for the Suns. I mean, are they going to go eight and zero? They might. They might go eight and zero and not make the playoffs. Uh, It's very. I mean, it's very scary. They. I mean, they have. A uh, couple games left. Three games left. They well, play they, the play Thunder, the th- they play the Thunder the tomorrow. The Sixers and the Mavericks. Thunder, Sixers, and the Mavericks. Well, the Thunder, you know, hopefully they have pride. The Thunder got uh, killed by the Grizzlies. That's the one game the Grizzlies have won. Then you've got uh, the Sixers, who probably... Without at Simmons. This, the Sixers are probably... not have Embiid. The Sixers will probably rest Joel Embiid for the rest of the season. Right. And then Dallas and might then rest. And Dallas... Might be still well. No, if we beat Dallas, no, they're going to be. I think they're already set for the seventh seed. So I, I think, I think Dallas still has Dallas still has a chance at the sixth seed. Not if we beat them. Not before, if we beat think, them, right? Because we played them before the Suns do. And if yeah. we beat them, yeah, then they'll be resting their guys and the Suns. But all we have to do is win both our, both of our games that are left against Dallas and the Nets, and and that uh, should be good we'll enough be for eighth because yes. Memphis probably will lose one of their games. If not ninth. Yeah, they, they play Boston and Milwaukee. I think they lose both their games. We don't want ninth to be Phoenix, though, right? If we're eighth. I do not, but it might be. We could be eighth and 
against the ninth seeded Phoenix or even against Spurs. I mean, they, well, they play Houston and Utah. They have a harder. I don't know. It's gonna be as long as we're eighth. As long as we're eighth, only having to beat the team once is a lot better scenario than like having to beat the Suns twice would seem almost impossible. But yeah, uh, that's gonna be tough to do. Uh, I mean, the Suns they haven't even had Aaron Baines. I don't believe. I know. So. It's amazing the way is they've Aaron been playing. Baines I mean, done eight, for good? DeAndre Ayton's been playing amazing for them as well as Devin Booker. So, yeah, a lot of bench no. guys Rubio. You know, coming out of the woodworks. They're basically in, starting the. They're stuff. starting like they started the regular season when you and I were all talking about uh, Monty Williams winning Coach of the Year. Yeah, we couldn't believe it, and then all of a sudden they fizzled out, which you know, not a big surprise. But now they're five and zero. You got three left. This is scary. Uh, it's it's gonna be tough for Portland to beat Dallas. Well, I'm gonna root for them to lose tomorrow. Oh, and Brooklyn or, just in Brooklyn they just beat the Clippers, so it's like who we who we lost to. Well, so. that's good though because it means Brooklyn Brooklyn clinched the seven seed, right? They clinched the seven seed, yes. Because the best that Orlando can do is 34 and 39. Yeah, Orlando 34 38. Yeah, eighth. so Brooklyn Brooklyn clinched the, the seven. Orlando was eighth, and Brooklyn clinched the seven seed. Um, the so they'll have nothing to play for, so they might rest their guys. Um, Do they so have we, guys to rest? We <laughs> have, we're right, good point. Do they have enough guys to rest? That's guys? true. <laughs> um, uh, we have a bunch of playoff series set up now. We've got the Bucks and the Magic are definitely playing each other, correct? Yes, correct. And we've got the Brooklyn Nets and the Toronto Raptors. So correct. if Toronto's going to lose their first game this year, they'll do it to Brooklyn. Then don't we don't know year. the other two series. The three seed will be Boston, but it's possible that Indiana or Miami could fall to six, right. I believe. Yes. So the Miami, Indiana, Philadelphia order, we don't know what that's going to be. But are you excited? We've been talking about this for months. The Indiana Miami games tomorrow. All right. Or today when this podcast comes out. Yeah, it's the Indiana Miami. It's the TJ Warren versus Jimmy Butler oh, game. Oh man, that's going to be a hot is, game. Is Jimmy Butler going to play? Has he been hurt or just resting? He's. I think he's just been resting. So he has to play because he said he TJ Warren to. can't guard. TJ Warren is the one of the hottest guys in the league right now. Right, he has to come. In, yeah, so Butler has to come and prove his worth. Yeah. And, then in uh, the West, the... <laughs> in the West, do we know anything? I don't think we know any seed in the West, do we? Uh, just that Dallas like is going probably to be Dallas seventh. And the Clippers. Dallas is probably seventh, but we don't even Dallas, know if the Clippers Dallas are the two seed, right? What's that? Denver can still get the two seed. They could, but I, yeah, I mean it's possible the Clippers did lose again today, so Denver could. Denver still has three more games to play. They have three more games. Um, they could get the two. And seed. they're only a game behind the Clippers. Do we know who has the tiebreaker in that? I oh, no, no, there is no, there will be no tie. There will be no oh, tie. There's no ties. There will be no tie. It's a straight up percentage. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the Clippers and the Nuggets and where are the Rockets in there? The Rockets can't the Rockets get to two. But it's uh, a fourth from Utah. So what we know is it's probably Mavs Clippers, but we're not positive yet. I went my, you know, I kind of want, you know, cause we've talked about other teams we like if we can't watch the Blazers and I, I think I've told you I like Dallas. Yeah. Since we hate the Clippers, we agree we hate the Clippers now, right? Yes. Then 
I just want the team that can most beat the Clippers. I want Dallas to beat the Clippers in the first round. That would make me so happy. Right, and, and I heard and, you have Dame. And I Dame want Dame to Dame attend and, those games. Dame, and he can wave goodbye once they yeah. win. Because <laughs> <laughs> they probably will, right? Like, if, he, if they make the playoffs, they'll be still staying in the bubble, so they may go to the other games. Right, yeah, I could see that. That'd be fun. That would be. Oh, my god. Matt, gosh. you know, the play-in is set for the West. It will happen Saturday and Sunday. It's next weekend. So yes, Saturday at 11.30 in the morning Pacific time. Oh. Um, 11.30 in the morning on ABC. And then, please be the Blazers, and please have the Blazers in HC so we can just win and get it over with and get to the playoffs. And then Sunday, if there is a game two, Sunday is... Um, I think it's like 2.30 Pacific time on ESPN. Um, let me see. Do they already have it listed? I, I, I saw this in like a press release, but I'm going, oh, no, it doesn't. That's Friday. Um, but, yeah, no, it. Uh, it's those two days, Saturday and Sunday, and then the playoffs start Monday, right? The playoffs start Monday. So I assume what they're doing is – the team that gets the eighth seed will probably play on Tuesday, right? I believe so. Yeah, that's probably what they'll do to give to them. That'd be tough. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know whether you play Saturday or Saturday and Sunday, you won't have to start your playoff series till Tuesday. That would make the most sense. Right. And but that's why I want us to be the eighth seed so we can win on Saturday and be done and get a day day yeah. of rest. Cause... And do you also notice that um, they put all the play the eight seed contending teams on the same days, like. There are no um, Spurs, Suns, Blazers, um, Grizzlies games on Friday. They're all hmm. they're all on Thursday. Interesting. So that the the people who oh, are right. the people who are going to so be in the playing tournament There's have Friday back. off. Right, because then it would be like three days in a row possibly right. of playing. Right. Yeah. So they have the whoever. Yeah, because. So we'll find out Thursday one way or the other what's happening here. This, so yes. by the next podcast, Thursday is when we're the playoffs or not. There, there are five. There are some games on Friday, uh, but none of them involve the teams going for the the eight seed. They, I think, right. they very specifically did it that way. So, so that um, so next podcast we'll either be very happy or we won't be. <laughs> yeah, next. So next podcast will be after the play tournament we will is know done. If the Blazers have made the plans, if they be if they. If they won the won plans, the plans. Or won the playoffs or not. So, we'll do a whole playoff and now, and preview, we, you know, too. We've been talking about, like, next podcast, this is going to happen. And oh uh, we've been gosh. pretty happy each podcast, thank goodness. I mean, we went uh, 3-1 and one since our last podcast. So I'm very really convinced. Much more than that. I'm very convinced if we are the eight seed going into the plan, I am almost 100% confident we'll, we'll win the play-in tournament. But if we're the ninth against the Spurs or the Suns, or even the Grizzlies, I don't have as much confidence beating a team twice. Right. I think we can beat the, I mean, without Jaron Jackson Jr., I think, you know, I would prefer the Grizzlies for sure over the other two teams. Yeah. You don't want to go up against Greg Popovich in a playoff. I guess. Like Are the Spurs any good? I know they won four games, but that's because somebody has to win. Right. Uh, I mean, they're not great, but, I mean, you have Greg Popovich – yeah, you know, coaching he's you, not you're playing. Win games. No, but he makes his he makes his team play the best they can. So 
That would be incredible if the Suns won all eight games and won two play-in games. I don't even want to even think about that. (laughs) Uh, Would the Suns have a prayer against the Lakers? Probably not. They're too young. No. No, they wouldn't. By the way, on the subject of the Suns and Aiton, how good was the 2018 NBA draft? I mean, looking back, I know it's early. I know, you know, it's only been two years, but there are a lot of superstars and potential superstars in that draft. I mean, you've got Aiton, whose sons can actually feel pretty good about, even though they didn't take Doncic, but still Aiton's doing wonders for them. Yeah, Bagley, he's been hurt. You got Young. Bagley's been hurt, but he's talented. Doncic, Jaron Jackson Jr., Trey Young. Um, uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Gary Trent Jr. We got Gary Trent Jr. in the second round. We Michael, bought him. Michael Porter Jr., <laughs> Troy Brown Jr., uh, Wendell Carter Jr., uh, Con Sexton played well for the Cavs this year, Kevin Knox, um, Kevin Herter. I mean, there are a lot of Anthony Simons. Um, well, we'll see how he does. Well, Mitchell Robinson, yeah, Devontae young. Graham. That's like a really, really talented draft. Yes. Yeah, a lot more talented than it appeared to be at the time. At the time, um, did you say Michael Porter Jr.? Yes, yeah, Michael Porter yeah. Jr. too. Man, that lots kid of is juniors, it up. lots of juniors in lots that juniors, draft. Jaron yeah. Jackson Jr., Wendell Carter yeah. Jr., Michael Porter Jr., Troy Brown Gary Jr., Trent Jr. Gary Trent Jr. Yeah, like yeah. I was saying, we bought the Bruce rights Brown to Gary Jr. Trent Jr. Like he wasn't even our draft pick. We bought that. We bought into the second round to get Gary Trent to get Gary Trent. Still, that was a good still. deal. Yes. By the way, is it true? I just I didn't look it up, but I saw it online that the Suns traded TJ Warren for cash. I believe they did. Wow. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> I believe he got in some trouble there and they just wanted to get rid of him. Wow. What was the trouble he got into? I didn't know that. I don't remember. I don't recall, but it was he was for some some reason he was in trouble and they cut ties with him. They were just done with him, and they wanted to get rid of his contract, and Pacers said, all right. Because he's he's dominating the bubble. Um, yeah, they just beat the Lakers. He had 39, I think, in that game. So, And then he had 53 several games back. Yeah, he's destroying. Well, here's what I see. It's scary. Well, it looks like there was a pick involved. Oh, they traded Warren and a pick? Holy cow. Uh, June 20th, 2019, TJ Warren and the number 32 pick in the 2019 draft were traded to the Indiana Pacers. It doesn't even say for what, so just cash. So they traded Warren and a pick. The pick was then traded to Miami in exchange for three second-round picks. The the Pacers... The Pacers sent money back to the Phoenix Suns. Wow. Trade finalized on July 6th. What? What pick was it? Who did it become? It was the 32 pick. Let me look. Um, that pick became... They traded it to Miami, though, but it was Javon Carter. He's a good player, too. Oh. Yeah. Isn't he on... He's not on the Heat, He's on the Grizzlies. He's on the Grizzlies. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know how... Did that maybe happen in oh, the uh, trade, Justice yeah, Winslow? The trade for Winslow and yeah. uh, when they traded uh, 
what's his name from the Warriors and went over there to play? Yeah, uh, Andre Iguodala. Yeah. And they traded him to Miami. Right. How's he doing? I haven't been watching Miami Heat basketball. Is he making a difference for them? Uh, somewhat. He's a he's a pretty good role player for them. Yeah, I haven't. I'll watch them. Uh, he's had some good games. I'll watch the Indiana Miami game for sure. Yeah, me too. I'll flip that on. Yes, yes. I like. I don't know about you, but I like <clears throat> that there are day games on weekdays. I don't know. I have nothing else no, to do. No, I like do. it too. Yeah. I like it. I like it's like, oh, it's Monday. I'll turn on a one o'clock game. Why not? Yeah, Saturday was weird though. It was weird getting up at 10 a.m. and <laughs> I, I had just woken up and the game was coming on. So it was like, whoa. That was hard for me too because I'm obviously I'm, I, I do this podcast three hours later than you. Um, I'm a night owl. So I made myself get to bed early for that game. I went to bed, I think I, because that game is at 1 p.m. here. I think right I went to bed. I think I went to bed at like eleven o'clock at night because I wanted to make sure I was completely rested. <laughs> nice. Which game was that again? Was that? Was that, that the was Denver? the Clippers game? The clip. That was the Clippers game. Yeah. The early morning game. Early morning game. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was depressing. Very. Lillard, you but don't you game. feel much better now, though? I feel so much better. I do. I feel better now. We need to, <laughs> and for TJ to get all that ribbing from. Patrick Beverly and Paul George, and then Dame comes out the next game and scores fifty-one points. And then yeah. Skip Bayless after the the game, Skip Bayless was saying, "Is he really a superstar?" So I thought he he shut those people up. In fact, in the in the theme song to our podcast, the Dame raps at the beginning of the podcast, he talks about Skip Bayless. Yeah, I mean Dame is really a superstar. He has to deal with defense, opponent defense on a level that no other star has to deal with. I mean, he's double-teamed all game, every game. Well, and the weird thing about Patrick Beverly and Paul George, like, talking trash there, is they weren't, oh, in, right. they weren't in the game. Like, if right. they were uh, in George the game, was earlier, if they were in the down, game. Yeah, Beverly hadn't even, hadn't even played. Yeah, if they were in the game and beating us, that'd be one thing. But they weren't even in the game. It was other people that were getting it done. Paul George yeah. was a negative in that game. He was a negative. Right. Beverly, they played better because he wasn't out there. Right, Beverly said, uh, "What Cancun in three, uh, implying that we weren't going to make the playoffs." And yep. then uh, Dame said, uh, "They're just mad because they got sent home in the past by Lord. You know, Beverly forged with the Rockets back in the day, and then uh, of course last year George with the Thunder, Lord hitting the near half court uh, three yep. over uh, George to win the series against the Thunder." And then Lillard so, said. He just said they're angry because Did, they're hurt. But said, Lillard said something on hurt. Instagram, too. It uh, was yeah. criticizing Paul George for switching teams. He was like, keep right, switching yeah, teams, said, avoid the uh, grind. You know? Yeah, he said, keep switching teams, running from the grind. You boys just jumps. Yep. <laughs> it's true. Like, the grind is, yeah. how can I make the team I got drafted by win a championship? How can I get through all the heartache and everything towards winning a championship? As opposed to this isn't work, I'm going to go to this team. That's not working, I'm going to go to this team. Right. It's like, I love Lillard. And George says we're going to get sent home this year. Respect. By the way, it sucks, though. Not by George. Can you imagine how much better of a position we'd be in right now, though, if we had won the Clipper game? We'd, we'd per- pretty much be eight. We'd seed. already be eight right we'd now. We'd already be a seed. And we'd be in a position to clinch the play-in tournament tomorrow, I think. Or, or yeah, 
So for two, I mean Tuesday's game. Tuesday, yeah. But uh, well, but it is what it is. If we go six and two, you can't be uh, can't be mad about that. Considering the, I can't. I mean, I I uh, predicted we would go five and three. So six and two, I'm ecstatic. Yeah, five and three might happen, and five and three might still get us in. Yeah, I mean, I said five and three, we we would be ninth in playing two games. What do you think about what, the Spurs? Uh, um, I know it's weird. You want the play-in tournament so that you have a chance because they were like, you have to be within four games of the eight seed. You know, right. but it turns out, you know, people are a lot closer than four games from the Grizzlies. But if we get to eighth, you'll almost wish there wasn't a play-in tournament. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, right. we got to eighth. We got here. Let's just, let's just go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, what do you think about these Spurs games? The Spurs have, what, the Rockets and the Jazz coming up? I think they'll lose to the Rockets. And, I hope uh, so. They might beat the Jazz. Westbrook didn't play tonight, but Austin Rivers scored career-high 41 points. Wow. And uh, they won anyway tonight, right? They won, right? right? Or did they lose? Yeah, and the Rockets are trying to get number two. Or the Rockets beat the three, Kings tonight. Me, from That's Denver, right. so they're, they want to win. And isn't somebody playing for a draft pick? I think Boston. Boston wants to beat the Grizzlies because for some reason, oh, because they have the Grizzlies pick. Well, that one makes sense, though, because the Grizzlies draft order doesn't get changed, right? No, it would go oh, it lower. Does. Yeah, it doesn't get changed. If they don't make the playoffs, it it's does. A lot yeah. of, if they don't make the playoffs, it's a lottery pick. Yes. So the Grizzlies want, I mean, the Celtics want the Grizzlies to lose. Oh, yeah, they're going to be, oh, man. So I'm the not Grizzlies, worried about, I think, I'm not, yeah, I'm not worried about the Grizzlies winning. I'm worried about the Suns winning and the Spurs winning. And I don't like to rely on other teams losing. Well, just win our <laughs> games and we're good. Yeah, I know. We gotta win our games and if they if the Celtics got the eyes the Celtics the beat the Grizzlies, then you know. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's uh I'm looking at what time our next game's Tuesday. Yeah. We play at what time? It's an early, I think, right? August eleventh. Sure. We play at we play at three thirty your time. Oh, okay. It's at Dallas. It's a road game. I know. <laughs> it's on. I t- really hope. I really. It's hope on Scott TNT. Is not officiating oh, the game. The Rockets and the Spurs play at two o'clock that day, and the Suns play the Sixers at four thirty. So those. Two game, the Suns game will be near. So, what happens if those two teams lose and we win? Then we're, then we're good. And the Suns will already hopefully have lost against the Thunder. Yeah. So, that would make the Suns 31 and 41, and right. it would make the Spurs 31 and 39, and it would make us 34 and 39. Basically, I think we get eight seed and we would play against the Memphis Grizzlies for the play in, and that just have to win one game. That'd be great. Right. But we can't clinch anything on Tuesday, can we? Can we clinch nine on Tuesday? We might be able to clinch nine on Tuesday, maybe, depending on wins and losses. It's so complicated because all the teams have played different amount of games. Right. But the Spurs, le- I think, could be eliminated. Let me look at this. If the if the Spurs lose, they are th- then they're eliminated, right? Well, I don't think that if the Spurs lose and they win. So let's say the worst, the Spurs lose, the best they can be is 32 and 39. 
And if we win, we'd be 34 and 39 with the worst possible record of 34 and 40. So the Spurs would be out, right? Yeah, I think yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Spurs would be out. Then the Suns, if the Suns lose one of their games, because they have three games left, right. they could go 33 and 40 if they won, if they lost one game. So I think. So if let's say we we win the game on Tuesday, we're thirty four and thirty nine. The worst record we can have is thirty four and forty. If the Suns lose, the best record they can have is thirty three and forty, which is not good enough. So yeah, if we win and those two teams lose, they're out. We're in, and we go into the final game of the season knowing we've already clinched the playing tournament. Right. And then, and then Thursday would just be just whether we're eighth or not. Right. right? Yeah. Well, and if the Grizzlies were to lose, if they lose to the Celtics, and then they lose to the Bucks, I believe we could even lose the game to Brooklyn and still be eighth. Am I right? right. Yeah. Because if we lost to so. Brooklyn and beat Dallas, we'd be thirty-four and forty, and the Grizzlies would be um if they lose their two games they'd be 33 and 40 yeah do you think there's a way that if we beat dallas that we rest starters uh against the nets knowing that we're i guess it depends on if the other team to lose or not well when did the bucks play that's the question if we we may clinch it beforehand let me uh look at the schedule here um Okay, we're looking at Tuesdays. Oh, we're looking at Thursday. Thursday, well, Thursday, there's no times for the schedule yet. Like if the Bucks played early in the day and beat the Grizzlies, we potentially would not have to win that game against Brooklyn. And then 100%, you roll out Anthony Simons for 48 minutes. Um, so yeah, just, yeah, right now I see on the NBA.com, for all of Thursday's the games, and the play. oh yeah, yeah, all of Thursday's determined. games are to be determined, and I think the reason they're doing that is because I think they want to televise the games that matter. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like, like they they might have thought, well, if New Orleans is going for the playoffs, if they beat Orlando, then we want that game to be on TNT, right? Right. Yeah. Or if the Blazers beat Brooklyn, they get it, then we want that game to be on TNT too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think We're they left that. I think they left that all up in the air, yeah. So that they can make decisions based on what games actually matter. And so it's possible that none of the games will matter on Thursday. Well, possible the only game that'll matter on Thursday is Milwaukee Memphis. Right. Possible. Anyway, that's that's a lot of talking, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do here on this podcast. We talk. We talk. So right, we got well, news we and some, highlights? We have news and highlights for you, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> uh, here we go. Dennis Schroeder left the NBA bubble for the birth of his daughter. Congratulations, Dennis. Yeah, congratulations. Was that his first child, do we know? Uh, his second, I believe. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Isaac's left knee injury is an ACL tear. 
Alex Hertz Orlando. Uh, he was That's very, really he was sad. really good for them on the floor. Uh, the Magic Medical staff have said it's not the same injury. No, they suffered back in January. It's a different knee injury. That sucks. Uh, same knee, but different injury. He said, said they say he now faces an extensive rehabilitation period. That's tough for the yeah. young guy. Uh, terrific player. Like I said, uh, he's been really big for the Magic. Yeah, he has. Tough to see him go down, man, like that. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, Mike Boldenhauser and Billy Donovan were both named co-coach of the year by their peers, the NBCA. The National Wait, Basketball Mike Coach and who? Association. Mike Boldenhauser and Billy Donovan. Really? And not Nick Nurse? Uh, it's by their peers. It's not the... the right, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, their peers didn't pick Nick Nurse. No. Billy Donovan. Interesting. Yeah. I think the success in Oklahoma City is probably more about Chris Paul, don't you think? Well, Chris Paul hasn't been... He hasn't played very well. <laughs> no, I mean during the season. Yeah, during the season, he, yeah, I guess, yeah. earlier. Yeah, possibly. I think it's just... I think it's more so him making the playoff with his team despite Westbrook and... Uh, you know, Paul, Paul George, George both their both their stars leaving. So right, but they got better He's players. Still, they got Shea out. They got Shea Gilgis Alexander, Danilo Gallinari, and Chris Paul. Yeah, and a bunch think of draft picks forever. Think they're better than Westbrook and Paul George? Oh yeah, they do have. They, have, they still have a handful of draft picks too. That's gonna be interesting to see how that turns. I out. I think Chris them. Paul's a better player than Russell Westbrook. I think Chris Paul is getting old. He is. But he's a good he's, player. Uh, I think he's on the decline. Really? Yeah. I'm going to root for them in the playoffs as long as they're not playing us. Yeah, I'll reform too. I don't have anything against them. Oh, how about this? Anymore with, with Westbrook and Thunder, Kirk, Thunder Rockets. Who do you root for? Thunder. Yeah. Easily. Thunder Clippers. Who do you root for? Ooh, Thunder. <laughs> That's a word, Thunder. So I need to send you a Danilo Gallinari jersey? <laughs> You might. Turns out you're a big <laughs> Thunder fan. I might be, depending on who they're playing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. tore the meniscus in his left knee Monday against the Pelicans and is out for the rest of the season. It's one of the reasons the Memphis Grizzlies have been losing, though they did win one game. They did. Uh, I wish they hadn't. I wish they hadn't either. I was surprised by that. Yeah, they got blown out by, by your favorite team. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. And I mean, they blew out your favorite team. They blew the out. Yeah, they blew out your favorite yeah, the team. Thunder. My favorite team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe they, they. Yeah, it was like 122.99 or something like that. It was ridiculous. Uh, ben Simmons left the third quarter of Wednesday's game versus the Wizards after tweaking his knee. He will undergo surgery to remove a loose body in his knee and is out for the season. Ouch. That hurts the 76ers. Yeah. Whew. Do we know anything about Joel Embiid? Uh, he rolled his ankle and it's day to day, uh, saying it's not a serious injury. Thank you. They held him out as a precaution and he'll be, he'll they be shouldn't play him. They the shouldn't play him till playoffs now. Yeah. He'll be, yeah. He won't play till the playoffs because they're scared. You know, he's a big injury. He's a big, he's injury prone. And, uh, <laughs> the last thing I want is him getting injured too and being right. out, you know? So yeah, they're going to wait till the playoffs. Uh, Jamal Crawford made his debut Tuesday with the Nets against oh, he the did. Bucks. Oh, I didn't know But this. he left the game with a hamstring injury after only six minutes. Oh, dear. He scored five points nice. on two of four shooting, and he did have three assists. 
But yeah, he's just not in shape, I guess. I mean, he, he came out and played six minutes, and it was just too much for him. Uh, guess who is in good shape? Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony, skinny, skinny he's, Carmelo, man. He's playing skinny as Melo. he's playing about as best as you could ask him to play. He is. He's playing he's hit, basketball. He's hit very important shots in all of our wins. He has saved. He's us, made yes. some big defensive plays. He's made some big rebounds. I, mean, <clears throat> I think the most important shot of the game against the Sixers was his three with about four minutes yeah, left. Yeah, we were down six. We were down, we were down six. six. Yeah. And he hit three. a three. And then that, and then, then CJ had that one shot that kind of bounced around on the rim. He got lucky. Then Lillard had the four-point <laughs> play. Then Lillard had another three. And all of a sudden, we had yeah. scored 12 points in a row. But it started because Melo hit that three. Because what if Melo misses did, that yeah. three? They maybe come down and go up eight or nine. Right, yeah. And that off was, like a that long was scary rebound. once they hit that three. And they went up, and then they were up six. I was like, oh, man, this might be it. And then Carmelo hit the three immediately. Yeah, he's been great. I'm. Yeah. And then you see after the game, too, they were asking him about the accomplishment of uh, getting to 15th in uh, top 15 in scoring all time. Yeah. He was like, you know, I can't really worry about my list here. Okay. Yeah. He was like, I can't worry about that because we're in a dogfight here to make the playoffs. Yeah. I'm so glad Carmelo should have joined our team two years ago. He should have. I know. But hey, we're getting him. We're getting, yeah, we're getting him now, and he's playing some of his best basketball, yeah. better than he was playing for the Thunder or the Rockets. So what do you think about Wenyan Gabriel? We didn't have a Hassan Whiteside. I love Wenyan Gabriel. Scott. I love his energy. I love his physicality. He comes in the game and he gives it his all, and he leaves it on the floor. I love the guy. Yeah, he's what he is. What a, a he is. What a, a Blazer truly is. Really? Yeah. No, yes. he is good. He is good. He, he good. dunked. That was pretty cool. Yes. <laughs> Oh, there were a couple times. I don't know if it was this game. It might have been one of the other games he plays. They leave him wide open behind the three-point line, and he keeps looking to pass. I'd like to see him go ahead and take that shot. Yeah, I would too. He doesn't want to mess up or anything, but they're leaving him open for three. Yeah, and he can shoot that. He can shoot that three. So he can. He should go for it. Let let he's, let loose. He's young. You know, he's that confidence is going to grow. He's going to be a terrific player in this league, and I hope that he stays with the Blazers because um, he's going to be good. We had an off game for Gary Trent finally. Yeah, one of six shooting. Yeah. Ouch. I know. After From three, when he was hitting those threes during the Clipper games, Stan Van Gundy on the television broadcast said he was the best shooter in the world. In the world, yeah. he was <laughs> not in the NBA. In the world, for several games there, he was the best shooter he in was, the world. Man. He was. Uh, you know, and I think a lot of this it had a lot to do with being a back-to-back, and he was just very tired. Everybody was very tired. You could see it. And everybody uh, knows he's on everybody's scouting report now. Yeah, they're, and they're defending him harder. Because all the shots the he's been hitting over the last week have been mostly open shots. He's just knocking yeah. them down. And so I think people are going to be less likely to to um, gar- uh, leave him open. But if they leave well, him... That's good, though. That's good. That they... makes things easier on Lillard. Yeah, because now Lillard can get to the basket. If they do, have to do, stick, navigate and do the things he needs to do to get his shots. Going, which he so. did, because Dame got to the basket a lot today against yeah, I mean, the fifty-one points. And he was just you know, going to the basket, the basket over and over. He only had twelve points. Um, what ten or ten free throws? He only had four three pointers. He made a point to make his free throws today. He did. He missed one, but he made like I think he made seventeen. Oh, that many? I for, wow. Something okay. like that. Yeah, he made a lot of them. A lot of free throws. He was there a lot. 
I more think, than he's been. It's, it was surprising to see Caprizo whine so much because he hasn't been getting that respect lately. Here, I'll so tell it was you. Good to see. I'll, I'll tell you, it was he he missed one. Oh, luckily, by the way, talk about clutch. Nurkic at the free throw line at the end. Oh, I was scared when they fouled. So when they fouled, it was him. I was like, no. I was like, I don't want this to happen to you, man. Was he like a seventy-five percent or something like that? Yeah, but he shot five of five in the game. Lillard shot fifteen of sixteen from the line, ninety-four percent. Wow. Sixteen of twenty-eight from the field, four of twelve from three. His only oh hard gosh. thing was and he was struggling first... with the three. He was also turning the ball over. Yeah. He was making some passes that people like Wenyan Gabriel and Zach Collins weren't catching. Right, who weren't catching it and was going out of bounds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that, that first free throw by Nurkic, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, that? yeah. It was like it was like a whirlpool. It was like, yeah, it was teasing yeah. this man and then it went down. I was like, yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that was scary. Oh. What else Glad we got, Chris? For that result. Okay. Uh, the NBA Foundation will donate $300 million to the black community. Over the next 10 years, NBA's 30 team owners will each donate $1 million a year. The mission of the new foundation is to drive empowerment of black communities through employment and career advancement. Awesome. That's awesome. It's amazing. I'm glad they're doing that. That's great. Taking action. It's good yes, to see. Yes, definitely. Uh, once again, zero players have tested positive since the latest batch of tests. Amazing. 343 players have been tested for coronavirus. As of what date? And all results have come back negative. Is this as of this weekend? As of this weekend. Wow. Yes. The only thing I'm worried about. The bubble is staying intact. It's working. You know, I Take wonder. Note, NFL. I wonder note, if you lose. MLB. I wonder if you lose if you're forced to leave. Like, like your whole team? Well, like what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is like, do, let's say the Suns get to the last night of the season and they lose and they're not going to be in the play-in tournament. Right. Are they forced to get on a plane and get the hell out of there? Or are they yeah. allowed to stick around maybe to watch some of the games? I wonder. Nope. Nope. They got to go. They got to go, if you lose, right? If you're not in the playoffs, get the you got to go. Out. Yep. You're done. <laughs> oh, Wow. Don't let the door kick you. And the... then I believe for the second round, they're going to start letting family come? No, for the first round. For the first round? I believe it's the first round, yeah. Really? They just, I don't want somebody's family member to come in and bring the virus. Yeah, that's a scary thought. That I mean, they're going to have to quarantine and all that, but yeah, it's a scary thought. But I mean, they're going to get tested over and over again. Yes. Families, yeah, they will get tested. For sure. Dude, I'm so excited that the Pelicans are out of it with two games remaining. Yes. They were so overrated. Yeah, they can go. Yeah, see ya, Pelicans. Ugh. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. That's right. <laughs> the good Lord split you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Aaron Gordon left early in the third quarter of Orlando's game versus Toronto with a hamstring injury. Test showed no serious damage. Uh, to cartilage or muscle, uh, he will be reevaluated. I'm not sure if he, I don't think he's played since then. Uh, the NBA has fined the Brooklyn Nets $25,000 for failing to comply with league policies on reporting injuries. The NBA did not specify reasoning for the fine. But I think it might have something to do with Jamal Crawford. Right. 
because I think the NBA was expecting him to be ready to play, and then he was not. Right. So, because of uh, conditioning issues. Right. So I, I believe it has to do with that. I'm not sure. They, they, again, the NBA did not specify, but 25 Gs, and that's what we'll have to pay. Uh, all right. Though Hurricane Isaiah's passed north along the east coast of Florida without much ado, the University of Colorado, one of the biggest authorities on hurricane season, along with the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Association, have called for one of the most highly active hurricane seasons ever on record. They say it will be the worst since 2005 when Hurricane Katrina hit the Gulf Coast. There will be an estimated 24 storms, up to 11 of which will become hurricanes. There are 21 names on the annual list written by the WMO, 21 letters of the alphabet minus Q, U, X, Y, and Z. They don't use those letters right. to name hurricanes. Uh, if, there, if there are more than 21 storms, uh, they will have to switch the Greek alphabet to name them. So, really? Got to keep. So yeah. So we're not out of the uh, woods yet. Got to keep a watch out for for hurricanes headed towards Florida. Uh, the hurricane season is coming. September, October is hurricane season. So right. Man, <laughs> way to play in an NBA. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Draymond Green was fined fifty thousand dollars for violating the league's anti-tampering rules. Yeah, I well, saw that inside the NBA on Friday. Green was on the show as an analyst when he stated that Devin Booker needed to get out of Phoenix if he wanted to win games. Ernie well, Johnson asked Green if, if he was tampering. Twist Green responded, "Maybe." Wow. And he was fined. The NBA did not like that. He should be. They set an example. Yeah. Not that. $50,000 is a lot of money probably to dream on green, but still good for the NBA for jumping I'd on I'd be that. pissed if I'm a Phoenix fan too. It's like, no, we're winning now. Like, we don't want him to leave. He's our guy. Right. Yeah, we're winning. We're never 5-0. What are you I'm talking about? I'm all for more people staying. <laughs> we're 5-0. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Did you, by the way, see that um, the Hornets have passed the Wizards now? No. <laughs> the Hornets, who are not at the bubble, have actually passed the Wizards. Have they really? Yeah. Oh, my God. On the terrible. standings, wow. they still show Washington ahead of them. Yeah. But uh, the Hornets have a 35.4 percentage, and the Wizards now are at 34.3. Yeah, I think my prediction that the the, the Wizards will go 0-8 is I think they can safe. fall below the Bulls, too. Can they really? Oh, my gosh. Does that count towards the lottery? or? or the, it does. It does? It does, yep. That's where they will be in the lottery. It, yes. It's not based on where it was before the bubble? That's only for teams that make the playoffs. So if you so don't make... teams that make the playoffs, they will be... Wait, hold on. It's the other way around. No, it's the other way around. You're right. It's the other way around. So yeah, no, it won't. So they'll, they'll be where they were at before the bubble. All right, so the Wizards... Because you, you, yeah. you weren't allowed to tank in the bubble. Right. Got it. Not that they were tanking, it just right. how many their, their star players just weren't good. Yeah. <laughs> I wish Beal had been able to play Davis Berton. Do you know what I mean? It would have been cool for those guys to play and make a make a run for it. Make yeah. a run for it. But they are like oh, they are oh and six. Yeah, ouch. Yeah, they're done. Uh Magic have lost been, four it, games. It, it, it would have been too. very funny. I mean, it's one thing to see the Suns go five and up, but to see the Wizards go five and up would have been pretty hilarious yeah the magic of lost four in a row i didn't realize brooklyn has the same record as us 
Oh, do they? I four didn't and two. Wow. Yeah. Brooklyn's yeah, four and two. It might be tough to beat. I mean, they just they just beat the Clippers. So the Raptors. Too, so that's gonna be tough. The Raptors have won four. The Celtics have won four. The Pacers, the Nets, the Blazers, the Spurs, the Rockets, and that's it. And the Suns, of course. And the Suns are the only team that's undefeated, right? They're the only team that's undefeated, yes. Wow. Well, that might come to an end now here. We'll see. All right, moving on. Uh, the NBA has announced the finalists for the NBA's annual awards. The finalists for MVP are Giannis, Antetokounmpo, James Harden, and LeBron James. No surprises there. No surprises. Uh, Rookie of the Year, Ja Morant, Kendrick Nunn, and Zion Williamson. No surprises. No surprises there. Uh, defensive Player of the Year, Giannis, Antetokounmpo, Anthony Davis, Rudy Gobert. Now, someone said that this could would be the first time that someone's won MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. But didn't we go over this last week? Jordan's done it, right? I think we thought he did, and then we, he didn't, maybe? I'll look it up again. Because yeah, I think. I'm not I, sure. Because I, I overheard it. I think it was on TV or something. They're like, this could be the first time that someone won MVP. But I think it was just... Um, False reporting, because here I'm looking up on Wikipedia, and Jordan's MVP award was, he won an MVP award in 1988, and his Defensive Player of the Year award, yeah, it was 1988. So he did. So he's done it, and now Giannis is trying to do it too. That's like winning two MVP awards. Who, winning the MVP for offense, who are the other finalists for, for defense? Uh, Giannis, uh, Anthony Davis, and Rudy Gobert. Hmm. I hope they give it to Giannis. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome, yeah. Sixth man, the finalists are Montrez Harrell, Dennis Schroeder, and Montrez's teammate, Lou Williams. Is anybody there missing? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Obviously, Gary Didn't Trent Jr. Lou Williams win last year? If Gary Trent like Jr. played like this all year, then... Uh, yeah, he should be sixth man, right? He'd be in the running, <laughs> but he didn't play like right. this all year. Yeah. Uh, most improved player, Bam Adebayo, yep. Luka Doncic, yep. and Brandon Ingram. No. Pascal Siakam. Siakam. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Very interesting because Siakam like became a, a star. So they'll probably <laughs> give that to Bam when it should probably go to Doncic, I think. It should go to Doncic, Doncic yeah. has had the biggest jump, but I know people feel like they want to give an award to Bam Adebayo because he's such a good player. Yeah. Who's the third guy again? Oh, uh, Brandon, Brandon Ingram. Ingram. He made a yeah. big jump, too. He jumped to All-Star. He did, yeah. Um, I think it should be Doncic, because Doncic went, went from good to, like, transcendent. In one, in yeah, a, I think it will be. In I one year. You Doncic. do? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, Coach of the Year, uh, Bolden Hoser, Billy Donovan, and Nick Nurse. Top three. Finalists. Uh, anybody there missing? They didn't give any love to Frank Vogel. Uh, for winning the West with the Lakers. Ah, whatever. No Doc Rivers. No Mike D'Antoni. Interesting. True. Billy yeah. Donovan, overrated. Um, well, I mean, like we said, I don't think the, the talent. Back to the playoffs. I th I don't think there was a talent change in the Thunder. Everybody was like, they've lost Westbrook and Paul George, but they got 
equal well, or better talent in advance. They, have. they got yeah. talent in return. Right. I mean, uh, is... Uh, yeah, but you're not going to see any of those players at the All-Star game. What's that? You're not going to see any of those players right. at the All-Star game. Um, Paul jo- uh, Chris Paul didn't make the All-Star team? Oh, well. Did Chris uh, Paul make the All-Star team? I think he did. He did, but he was injured, I think. So he didn't was play, he? I believe. Um, the Thunder, just to note, the Thunder's winning percentage right now is um, 6-2-3. So that times 82 is um, a 51-game season. Did the... I don't think the Thunder won 51 games last year, so the team is actually better without Westbrook. Wow. <laughs> and I don't think that's because of Billy Donovan. I think that's because they got really great players in return. Right. Well, it's too bad they're not ahead of the Rockets. It's too bad they couldn't stay, get and stay ahead of the Rockets. Right. Uh, yeah, but they might play each other. Right. As you mentioned earlier, Carmel Anthony has moved to 15th. On the NBA's all-time scoring list, passing Paul Pierce with 26,411 points scored in his career. Congrats. Yeah, congrats, Carmelo. Uh, Joel Embiid left the first quarter of the Blazers' win with a sprained ankle. He is listed as day-to-day, which we mentioned earlier. And uh, some sad news, former Suns coach and player and Hall of Famer Paul Westfall has been diagnosed with brain cancer. Les Paul has been diagnosed with glioblastoma, a very aggressive form of brain cancer. And while his prognosis has not been shared, the survival rate for glioblastoma is 15 to 16 months for those who get treatment. So let's pray for Paul and hope the best for him. That's that's a, that's a tough. I've met Paul actually. Tough diagnosis. When you, I was in the, when I was in the NBA Entertainment League, I think his son was also in the league, so he came right. one of the games and I went up to him. He was a very very nice guy. I told him how much I remembered, you know, his, to me, the most memorable thing about Paul Westphal was his, do you remember the, the Suns Lakers series in the first round in 1993, the Suns had the best record in the league. Charles Barkley won MVP and the first round, it was best of five back then was Suns versus the eight seeded Lakers. No eight seed had ever beaten a one seed in the history of the NBA playoffs. And um, no Magic Johnson on the Lakers, but James Worthy played really, really well. And the Lakers went up 2 nothing. They won both games in Phoenix. So my brother and I were so excited. We're like, oh, my God, an eight seed's going to win. But after those two games, Paul Westphal said, and I quote, so we're down 0-2. I know the next question is, are you guys dead? No, we're going to win the series. We're going to win one Tuesday. And the next game's Thursday. We're going to win there. And then we're going to come back and we'll win the series on Sunday. And everybody will say what a great series it was. And then they did it. <laughs> I just thought that was great. It's like, we're going to win on Tuesday. Then we're going to win on Thursday. Then we're going to come back here and win. And they did it. That's awesome. They, they did, did it. It was one so, of the great. So nonchalant. <laughs> it was one of the great coaching press conference moments of all time. It's right up there oh, with um, David Fisdale. Take that for data. Do you remember that? Right. Where he bitched about the refs <laughs> and talked about Mike Conley never gets the benefit of the whistle and he never complains. Right. So, uh, yeah. 
Well, let's hope the Blazers can duplicate that. Yeah. This this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of games, uh, <clears throat> we had a lot of games this week. Uh, 42 games in total. Going to run through them for you. Uh, Toronto Raptors beat the Miami Heat. This is Monday. 107-103. Uh, Denver beat the Thunder 121-113 in overtime. Pacers beat the Wizards 111-100, no surprise there. The Pelicans beat the Grizzlies 109-99. Uh, the Sixers beat the Spurs 132-130. The Lakers beat the Jazz 116-108, no surprises really there. Tuesday, uh, Brooklyn beat there. Here's a surprise: the Brooklyn Nets beat the Milwaukee Bucks 119-116. Wow! Wouldn't expect that to happen. <laughs> uh, Dallas uh, beat the Kings 114-110 in overtime. The Suns beat the Clippers 117-115. Another surprise. Uh, Indiana beat the Orlando Magic 120-109. The Heat beating Boston 112-106. Portland beating Houston. No surprise there. 110-102. <laughs> Wednesday, Utah beat Memphis 124-115. Philly beat Washington 107-98. Denver beat the Spurs 132-126. Thunder beat the Lakers 105-86. Chris Paul Ouch. 21.7 rebounds, six assists. Yeah, how do you like the one. Lakers two and four? Yep. Uh, in this restart, wow. Yeah. And people are saying we can't beat them in the first round. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Toronto. By the way, all I could think yeah. when that happened, where Damian Lillard missed the free throws and the three and everything. All I mm -hmm. could think was, what was what if that was game one of the series with the Lakers? Ooh. That would have got me. You know what I mean? Like, I was right. like, what if that happens in a playoff game? But luckily, we've gotten it out of our game. system. Yeah. I think it's good to happen now, Axton. Right. Yeah. Uh, Toronto, 109, Orlando, 99. Boston beat the Nets, 149. Holy cow. Right, to 115. <laughs> Holy cow. 149 to 115. Brooklyn's leading scorer of that game was a guy I've never heard of. Who's that? Jeremiah Martin? Oh, Jeremiah Martin. Yeah. Yeah, where's he from? He, he scored 20 points. Uh, he's undrafted, right? Young. Uh, is he still undrafted? Yeah, is he sure just like, from. is he just a walk on? I think so. Yeah, I think he's undrafted. Yeah, wow. wow. 149. Woo. Uh, Thursday, August 6th, uh, the Kings, wow, beat the Pelicans 140. The 125. Yeah, that's when you knew th something was up with the Pelicans. Yeah, that's when it That's started. when their easy yeah, schedule was supposed to start. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, the Kings scored 49 points in the first quarter of that game. Right. Uh, the Bucks beat the Heat 130-116. As they should. The Suns somehow won again 114-99 yeah. over the Pacers. Come on, TJ Warren. What's going on, man? Yes. Jeez. Uh, the Clippers... Beat the Dallas Mavericks 126-111. And then uh, Portland, no surprise, beat Denver 125-115. Houston beat the Lakers 113-97. The Lakers lose again. Uh, Friday, the Spurs beat the Jazz 119-111. Mm -hmm. The Grizzlies beat Thunder 121-92. Boo. Boo. Uh, the Nets beat the Kings 119-106. Sixers beat Orlando 
The Pelicans, of course, beat the Wizards, 118-107. Boston beat Toronto, 122-100. Saturday, the Clippers beat Portland, 122 Ugh. Oh, boo. And then the Nuggets top the Jazz, By the way, Yusuf Nurkic almost a triple-double that overtime. game. What's that? By the way, uh, Yusuf Nurkic almost had a triple-double in that Clipper game. He almost had a triple-double. Yep. Yeah, he did. Nuggets, Jazz, and double overtime? Double overtime. And, Denver won 134-132. And Jamal Murray played that game. He did. And finally, he grabbed yeah, 12 rebounds. Yeah. And eight assists. He almost had a triple. It's too bad. I like seeing uh, they, they need to keep starting Jokic at point guard. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Indiana beat the Lakers 116-111 behind 39 points from TJ Warren. Warren. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot. Uh, and then again, the Phoenix Suns win 119-112 over Miami. What the heck? Come on, Miami. Miami is supposed to, Miami the best to win that one. I know. Uh, no award for you, Bam Adebayo. You got to yeah, win no these games. You, you lose. That's it. You don't get it. <laughs> it's going to Doncic. You lost. Then the Mavs beat right. the Bucks. Yeah, and then the Mavs beat the Bucks in overtime. That should scare us. Does that have us Ooh. scared? Oh man, it's kinda. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see if uh, Scott Foster is officiating or not. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sunday today, of course, uh, the Thunder beat the Wizards one twenty one one hundred three to keep the Thun- the Wizards. Winless in the restart. Uh-huh. Toronto uh, beat the Grizzlies. Thank goodness. Yeah. 108-99. Toronto's business is winning. That's yeah. what they do. The Spurs beat the Pelicans 122-113 and knocking them out of the, the race for the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so it's like it kind of sucks both ways for that one for Blazer fans. Cause right. Either way, someone's going to win. You don't want to win. Right. I think the um, Spurs least, winning was the best outcome. That's probably the best because that means one team's out, so that's good. Yeah. And then the Spurs have to play the Rockets anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's good. Uh, Boston beat Orlando 122-119. Portland beat the Sixers 124-121. Oh, my gosh. That final shot. The Sixers had the final shot. I was waiting for it to go to Cork, Maz. <laughs> that would have been terrible. I was waiting for it, man. I was like, they're gonna I know what the play they're gonna do, they're gonna send it to Cork Moss. But they went to Richardson and he missed. And then he got the rebound and he tried to get over and get a ticket on three, but the clock expired, thank goodness. Damian Lillard's fifty one points was enough to win that game. <sighs> it was enough, yeah. He he rolled us to that win from the beginning. He was there from the beginning to the end he played his heart out. Um he wanted to come back and prove you know prove himself after the last game and I appreciate that because you could tell the Blazers were on a back-to-back. They were tired. They were done. They just wanted to get done with this game, and they, luckily they were able to find a way to beat the Sixers and keep the ninth seed alive, and the eighth seed, for that matter. So, Then uh, the Rockets beat the Kings, 129-112. Don't worry about them anymore. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets beat the Clippers, 129-120. I'm worried about that one. Yeah. We've got to play the Nets. Harris Levert, man. They're not supposed to be good. They're not supposed to be doing that kind of thing. Right. And Kawhi Leonard played and scored 39 points. And he still lost. That's ouch. And and I think Kawhi Leonard shot incredibly well. I'm looking at the box score right now as we speak. Right. Kawhi Leonard, well, 14 of 25 from the field, 4 of 7 from 3, 7 of 8 from the free throw line, 6 assists, 39 points. But Paul George did not play. 
Okay, I was going to say, you know what, that's what they get for laughing at the Blazers. You lose to the Nets. Do we know anything about Montrez Harrell? Uh, he... He left for personal reasons, right? He left for his grandmother died. Oh, right. COVID. Um, but I think he returned and he's been uh, In quarantine? quarantining. I think, I think he played since then. No, he didn't play. He at least one game. He didn't play tonight. No, he didn't play tonight, but I thought he played a couple games back. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure he returned to the bubble. He did. So I don't know what's going on with him. I'm looking at. Uh, I'm looking him up. Yeah. Doc Rivers puts health before heroics in Clippers' loss to Nets. I don't see anything about. I see August first. Montrez Harrell still struggling after death of grandmother. Yeah, really hard on him. Um, yeah. Montrez Harrell will return to Clippers when he's ready. So, we'll see. We will see. So, that's it for the games. I'm a, got my prediction check in. Oh, yeah. So, Tell us what's going on. There 42 games. There were 42 games this week. How many did you nail? And I... Correctly predicted 24 wins, 24 games. Better than half. And uh, incorrectly guessed on 18. So uh, that's like 57%. (laughs) So that's all right. Not bad. Overall, that puts me at 36 and 25, which is about almost 60%. So hey, I'll take it. Nice. (laughs) There you go. I think it's a little better as we go on. But hey, no one could have guessed the Suns were going to go 5 and 0. That's. Yeah, a lot, a lot of them right there now. <laughs> Just think, next week you'll be making your playoff predictions. Oh, will, our next podcast will be our NBA playoff preview. It will be. Wow, it's going quickly. It is. It. it is. It's like the season just started, and now the playoffs. It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have your listener questions. Uh, we always appreciate you submitting your questions. Here we go. All right. Anthony didn't play very well during the scrimmages, but do you think benching him for the first two regular season games is warranted in Brendan O'Malley? I think that Stotts decided he was going to tighten his uh, rotation. He was going to play CJ and Dame most of the game anyway, and Gary Trent had showed he had something on both ends of the floor, so he got those guard minutes off the bench. Um he did ultimately start giving Simons minutes after those first two games. So I think Simons is still, you know, in his head as a possible player that can go out there and contribute. But um, I think it was the right move to make. Of Trent and Simons, Trent has proven to be the more consistent player. Right. Also, I think he chose Hazonia over yes. Simons. Um, and then Simons Hazonia. got chosen over Hazonia in game three. Right. Uh I think Hazonia has, he's done a lot of good for us, and he's done a lot of bad for us. He was good today. He was 12 good points. Was, I mean, there was good and bad. He kind of, he kind of, he evened himself out. <laughs> he canceled himself out. He can't, the bad and the good canceled themselves out, because he did. Did it? So much I thought above. he did more good than bad today. No, he did good. He was very good on defense, stealing balls and, you know, getting to the basket. and Yeah. Getting, you know, throwing the, that, that pass to Trent for three, and he was good. He did good stuff. Um, Simons, he's still showing his youth. Um, he still has a tough time on defense, tough time on offense. 
both sides of the court. So, I mean, you know, Hazonia is, you know, he has more experience. Um, so I, I can't fault Stotts for going with him over Simons. It makes sense. So, yeah, I don't think it was necessarily benching him just to bench him. I think it was just, like you said, Stotts was tightening the rotation and he had to choose the best players, and that's what he did. But, you know, we've seen Simons, and we'll, I'm sure we'll see him again. Uh, is Stotts playing Lillard and Nurkic too many minutes, Calvin? No. I am a little worried that they'll be a little wiped out come playoff time, but you do what you got to do. If they don't win these games now, then there won't be a playoffs. Yeah, And I, mean, I definitely think overrunning Lillard is. definitely played a hand in him missing that three and missing those free throws. Right. But, I mean, the best we can do is hope that the Brooklyn game doesn't matter on Thursday night and just rest everybody. And then for the play-in tournament, we want to win that first game and get it over with. Right. And then, you know, hopefully have at least one day off, hopefully two days off before the first yeah, playoff, I mean, playoff game. So, I mean, I don't think he's play, he needs to play them. I mean, the next game, he's got to play them as many minutes as he can. Hopefully, right. Hassan Whiteside's back because that makes things a little easier on Nurkic. Yes, I was going to say. I think we definitely uh, missed Whiteside these last two games. And, I mean, yeah. Whiteside, second leading rebounder in the league, top shot blocker in the league. I mean, Whiteside's formidable player and we've been missing him these last two games if he comes back that'll make things a lot easier on Nurkic Lillard I agree. Lillard just has to play right now he has to play we needed all 51 of his points just to beat a, an Embiid-less Ben Simmons-less Sixers team sad but true sad but true uh yeah I mean he's playing in the minutes he has to play them and yeah I mean they're they're I mean you're looking at them at the end of the game they're tired as heck but um, like you said, Whiteside, Whiteside being gone the last two games has been big. You know, when he's there, um, you look at Nurkic. Nurkic isn't as bad as tired. Or, I mean, he's he gets the rest he needs with Whiteside out there. Um, and while Whiteside you know, doesn't start better. anymore, Whiteside can make little plays that make a big difference. He can make that one block we really need or that critical right. rebound or that critical shot. You know, we've missed him the last two games, no doubt. Yeah, we miss him, definitely. So yeah, he's not. They're not. He's not playing him too many minutes. He's playing him when he has to play him. I mean, he's. It's a regular season, but it's not. These are playoff games, and it's must-win games. So, you know, that's why they're playing so many minutes because they have to. Yeah. Uh, why won't CJ pass to Trent? <laughs> why don't the Blazers go to him more at the end of games? He is a killer, Sam. Well, CJ has to keep the defenses honest so that Trent will be open. And CJ's actually been getting quite a bit quite a bit of assists. Anytime Trent hits a lot of shots, somebody's getting a bunch of assists, you know? Right. And um, I don't have CJ's numbers right in front of me, but he's been doing good. You know, people say, oh, he doesn't pass the ball enough. But let me look up these, uh, the exact numbers. Well, he, pa he had a good... Uh one of the, the big the big pass today against the Sixers to the corner to yeah, here. Uh, Mello for the three. It was big. Assists. He had eight yeah. assists in the Clipper game, six assists in the Nuggets game, five assists in the Rockets game, uh, four assists versus the Celtics, six assists versus the Grizzlies. And how many assists did he have tonight? Today? Probably at least six. Yeah. So he's getting assists. 
But he knows he has to score all, yeah. for us to win, too. Yeah. I think what Sam might be getting at is wondering if you might be a little jealous of Trent. Because Trent's... They're two totally different. Trent is a, is a guy <laughs> who can relieve pressure off Damon CJ by hitting open threes. Right. CJ is a guy that can, like, break down full defenses and create shots that are that require the skills that we haven't seen out of Trent yet. CJ yeah, has an Trent, incredible yeah. handle. Well, I like I like Trent. He's great three and D's. One of the best three point shooters I've seen, and his, his defense is impeccable. So yeah, keep it up, Gary. Yep. All right, thanks, Sam. Uh, the Lakers have gone two and four for the restart. Are they really a championship caliber team, Fred? <laughs> um, yeah, they are. But we'll see. You know. Uh, neither, neither LeBron or Anthony Davis have played in a single playoff game in over two years. Um, you could say that means they're both a little more rested and ready to go. I don't think they cared about these eight games at all, but last year when the Lakers were trying to make the playoffs, you know, pre Anthony Davis, LeBron said, all right, playoff mode activated, and he was going to lead them to the playoffs, and playoff mode didn't work. So is playoff mode going to work this year? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, the way the, Lake, uh, the way the Blazers are trying to make the playoffs, it sounds to me like they really believe they can beat the Lakers. And I believe yeah, I mean, Nurkic... I think they can too. I, tweeted today something like i didn't bust my ass for 14 months to play eight games nice he wants to play more than eight games there you go <laughs> yeah i mean i think they're a championship team they're just they're struggling and i mean they're probably not playing their arms right now because they know they're the number one seed and what do you mean they're a championship team i said caliber oh caliber huh we'll see i didn't say they're gonna win one they're not oh, gonna okay. win one okay I didn't say that. They're not winning a championship. There you go. Psh, come on. Uh, yeah, but what I'm saying is I think they're saving it for the playoffs, and we'll see them play better in the playoffs. But, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, thanks, Fred. Uh, I can't believe Phoenix is 5-0 since the restart. They're playing really well, says Joe Crook. I agree, Joe. Yeah, that's, it's crazy. It's scary. If the Blazers weren't involved, I'd be rooting for the Suns with all my heart because they yeah. came into the restart completely out of it. An afterthought. Some people didn't even think the sun should be there. And they did exactly what you need to do if you want to get into a race is just don't lose. Just win, win, they win, win, win. Had and it's ridiculous. I mean, pre playoff, pre uh, bubble, I think the sun's chance of making the playoffs was like 0.1% or something. It was really right, low. And they lost Kelly Ubre Jr. And then. Because everybody thought that it was going to be the Pelicans because the Pelicans had this easy schedule and there was no way the Suns could pass the Pelicans with the Pelicans easy schedule and the Suns with a much more difficult schedule. No one picked the Suns to do this. Nobody. (laughs) But the Suns. Yeah, it's scary. I don't want to face the Suns in the plane. Yeah, no, their day ends tomorrow. I I hope so. I'll be looking forward to that. Or today. When you guys listen to this podcast, it's probably today, today, yeah. yeah. (laughs) All right, thanks, Joe. Uh, we have one last question from Jason. Uh, if the Blazers do not reach the playoffs, what, if any, changes do you see O'Shea making in the offseason? He's really committed to the core of 
Dame CJ Nurk and Stotts. And I think he's going to stay committed to that core being together starting in training camp. I think he's committed to his guys at Collins who hasn't had a full season of starting power forward under his belt. And obviously he's happy with his pick in Gary Trent Jr. So I think that's that's the core right there. He might he has to figure out whether he's going to re-sign Mello. I think it might depend on how the playoffs go. Um, but uh, I think Mello has a good – and then he has to decide about Whiteside. So, but Whiteside has to decide if he wants to stay. Same with Mello. They have to decide if they even want to come back to Portland. But um, I don't think there are going to be major trades or major changes, in my opinion. Yeah, I think the Blazers – I think O'Shea is going to try to bring this team back as it is. Uh, I think Mello has already said he wants to come back next year. I think he, so he's going to resign. Hood's accepting. He's going to he's opting in. Um, Whiteside is probably the the one question mark. You don't know whether he's going to stay or not and want to come off the bench and want to take a, a smaller contract. Right. Um, the way he's been, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting interesting to see. But you know, I, I think O'Shea will try to get him to sign on. I think the Blazers. Contract. I think the Blazers could get swept by the Lakers, but he'll still keep the core together. Oh yeah, he'll keep the core together. That's for sure. But I, I think we'll see minimal moves. I think he's going to try to keep the team together for another run next year. Yep. Be interesting to see what he does. Is is Ariza still under contract next season? Uh, he has an opt a team option. I think we can take the option. Oh, so we don't. Okay. Well, that's that'll be interesting to see what they decide there. Right. I believe it's a team option right. and a player option. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, mean, I think they should keep Ariza. He's, Was it true at one point well that something happened in Trevor Ariza's life and now he did want to play for us and the Blazers were trying to get permission to bring him in? Yeah, he his, so he was visiting, doing a visitation with his son, but it ended early. And he, he would have been able to come back, but the NBA is not allowing him to come back. That's too bad. Yeah, they don't want us to win. <laughs> wow! Like no, nope, you guys can't win. It's because we have anyway, Jalen our... <laughs> Adams. It's because right. we already got Jalen Adams. Right. Yeah, because we got we replaced him with Jalen Adams. We wouldn't have done that. My excuse whenever the Blazers lose a game from this point forward is that we're playing without Swanigan. <laughs> like if we had Caleb Swanigan, you know, we would have won. But uh, yeah, I. I... I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> we don't even know what happened to Swanigan, do we? He just chose not to play in the bubble. Did he have a reason? For personal re- for personal reasons. That's it. Uh, yeah, there was a night where he tweeted out of like 50 tweets. and So, yeah, he's done with some personal stuff, and hopefully he gets that figured out. And uh, But, uh, yeah, we miss him. Is that, that's our questions. So that's uh, that's it. That's all our, our questions. Thanks, from guys. Listeners. And if you'd like to uh, submit your questions for our next podcast, you can do so at www.mbachriseric.com. You can join our Twitter page at with NBA. You can do so at the Blazers Facebook page or at our Facebook page uh, around the NBA. Or you could do so at w at uh, ripcity2.com. Uh, every Sunday, I put a thread there uh, for your questions for our podcast. Uh, we always appreciate them. 
And uh, as always, go Blazers. Go Blazers. I was in the stew all night with Marsha Ambrosius. You gonna say you always had it rocking like a boulder. The real original was yelling, no limit soldier.